Have no fear, students. Because I am here! Welcome to Manga Mondays here on Wondersoul. In this series, I, Bearded Buddha, will be going over the volumes of different kinds of mangas and having a discussion and a review. To kick off this series, I felt that it was only right to start with one of my new favorite mangas slash animes, My Hero Academia, or Boko no Hero Academia, for which it is referred to in Japan. This manga created by Kohi Horikashi is the only one to rival Dragon Ball to me in the amount of love and passion I have for the characters in the story. If you want me to cover any other mangas in the future, please let me know in the comments or on social media via Instagram or Twitter. Now, I will be talking from a fan's perspective and I am in no way a all-knowing expert, but I still want to talk about this series with you and I hope that you will enjoy listening and hopefully this episode and you will introduce others to the anime and manga that is My Hero Academia. The intent is to make content that is friendly to not only fans of the mangas and the anime, but as well as newcomers alike. If I mispronounce any names, I hope that you will help correct me, and if I leave anything out that you feel is important to mention, please be sure to leave a comment to share with other listeners and viewers. This series will be both in audio format for the podcast, as well as video for the Wondersoul YouTube channel. Now, to kick off this series, we're going to start at the very beginning, chapter one of the first volume of My Hero Academia titled Izuku Midoriya Origin. Well, because chapter one is the longest in the whole series, I wanted to dedicate a whole episode on it first, then finish volume one in the next episode. This gives me the opportunity to really focus on some key characters and key uh, world building elements of My Hero Academia. And then after this episode, we will be doing one volume per episode. So to set up the world of my hero, I would begin with a question or maybe two or three uh, to you, the listener. Um, first of all, do you like Marvel? Do you like DC? What about any other kind of superheroes? And if your answer was yes, 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 or even you answered just one yes to one of those questions, then my hero academia is perfect for you. I've heard a lot of people say it is the anime slash manga equivalent to Marvel and DC superheroes and they wouldn't be far off from the truth. See in the world of my hero, 80% of people have these abilities that go by the name of quirks. Now quirks are basically superpowers like super strength, super speed. Um, some people can levitate things or even blow fire out of their fingertips and really the variety of abilities or what we will now call them quirks is so massive and fun. I mean part of the pull into this series for me was how the imagination of the creator Kohi Horikoshi was so vast and crazy. Each character in the series as you will start to see has a unique an interesting quirk that most of the time matches their personality and makes them truly stand out and be memorable. In a lot of ways, think about the Marvel comic heroes, the X-Men. 
think about that team and how each member had their own awesome mutant power that they could use to fight crime and save people. Imagine now that 80% of the world that you live in has a mutant power. Because in the My Hero universe, being a superhero is so common and it's basically a regular old job that those with useful quirks can provide their services for pay and even fame and fortune. Now that we have set that up, let's meet our main character, Izuku Midoriya. Now Midoriya is this 14 year old kid that all he dreams about and all he wants is to be one day a superhero. I mean, in a world where so many people have quirks, I guess that's not such a crazy dream, but unfortunately for Midoriya, he's quirkless. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have a superpower. He was born with no powers and is a regular kid living in a world of extraordinary people. Sad, right? To add to that, he gets picked on and bullied, especially by his childhood friend, Katsuki Bakugo. Bakugo is a fiery tempered and aggressive kid who has the ability to ignite his sweat into explosions that at first might sound sort of sick but is actually really powerful and kind of cool. Bakugo and Midoriya remind me of Goku and Vegeta if you watch or follow along with Dragon Ball and their relationship will be one of the main focuses moving forward into the series. They are so different and yet alike in many ways. And one of the ways that they are alike is their fandom and idolization for the number one hero, All Might. So All Might is basically like the Superman of the My Hero universe. He is the symbol of peace and is the main hero that the citizens rely upon. He is who both Midoriya and Bakugo look up to among many other heroes. More on All Might later, but back to our main character Midoriya. When we first meet him in chapter 1 you see a flashback of him getting bullied by Bakugo when they were kids in the lines people are not created equal. Now I know most people, myself included, enjoy the thought that quote all men are created equal. But in a lot of ways that's just not true and Midoriya can attest to that being a quirkless person in a world full of people with quirks and all he wants out of life is to have a quirk and to be a superhero. Now Bakugo on the other hand, he's admired and he has a strong powerful quirk and therefore Midoriya is left in the dust most of their growing up. After the flashback though, we see him and a group of people watching a hero and villain fight. This is where we watch our first glimpse of how much Midoriya loves and admires heroes and actually how smart he is. See, no matter what people say or tell him, he still takes notes about heroes like he still has a chance to one day become one. I also need to bring up the point that even though most people have powers, it doesn't mean that everyone uses them for good and not everyone becomes a hero. Instead, some individuals use their powers for evil and selfish means and to cause harm to the innocent. That's why being a hero is so important and also a job sort of like being a police officer in our world. After the scene in the street, we see Midoriya at school in the middle of class. Everyone wants to go to this really good school called UA. 
It's basically like Charles Xavier's School for the Gifted Youngsters, but it's also like the superhero version of Hogwarts. That's the high school that all the great heroes go to, and of course, that's where Midoriya wants to go. But it's not long before Bakugo burns Midoriya's notebook and tells him he won't even make it and he might as well just go jump off the building, which is incredibly harsh and makes you dislike Bakugo even more than you probably already did. Still, Midori doesn't keep his head down. I truly believe, and I can only speak for myself, but this is why people like his character, Midoriya, so much. We all have been told at one point or another that we can't do something. Or maybe we've all been picked on in one way or another. And so we can relate and root for him. And this is so important when it comes to any story's main character. You want that character to do good. And you probably see a little bit of yourself in them in more ways than one. After class and picking up his burned notebook, Midoriya is walking home when he is attacked by a villain. This villain is like a sludge monster, basically, and he starts to consume and absorb Midoriya, almost killing him. And at the last moment, who else but the number one hero, All Might, shows up to save the day, and Detroit smashes the villain and shoves him into what appears to be a Coke bottle. Now, being saved, Midoriya is shocked and in awe to be in front of his lifelong idol. Before All Might can leap away after seeing that he has saved the boy, Midoriya grabs onto his legs and they both go flying into the air. Now at the same time, Bakugo is walking with his friends when he is attacked by a villain. And we'll find out what happens to him shortly, but let's pick back up with All Might and Midoriya. When All Might lands with Midoriya, we get our first glimpse at his true form, and that is a weakened, skinny, almost skeleton-like version of the once tall and proud and powerful symbol of peace. This is where our main character, Midoriya, takes the opportunity to ask if someone with no quirk could become a hero too. And actually, to pour salt on the wound, All Might says that a hero must be able to risk their life, and he might not be able to do that if Yamadoria has no quirk. I mean, talk about a low blow, I forgot to mention that in this chapter we see where even Midoriya's mom tells him that she's sorry, but basically she also doesn't believe he will be able to live out that dream of being a hero, just like the great All Might that he looks up to so much. So now I ask you to imagine yourself in Midoriya's shoes. Imagine your idol letting you down like that. Imagine your dreams crashing down on the ground into millions of little pieces. I truly felt for Midoriya in this panel and page. There's only so much doubt one person can take. And to have that one person that has inspired you and quickly shut you down after draining any remaining hope that you had left would have been the last straw for me. I know that All Might doesn't want to intentionally hurt his feelings, but I think maybe he has seen and been through so much and enough as the number one hero that he knows it would be incredibly challenging for anyone with no quirk to face the challenges that he has seen since being the number one hero. That's where, as he is leaving, he tells him that it's okay to dream, but to be realistic. 
This is also relatable. I mean, I think for most of us who have dreams that to most people seem outlandish or borderline impossible and improbable. People tell you just to take a safe and secure route in life and accept that not everyone can be this or not everyone can be that. And just to pick a career in life that will make you the most money. Basically, that most of the time there are more people and voices in our lives telling us no than yes. Like, yes, you can do it, or yes, it's possible. So anyways, after leaving Midoriya devastated, All Might walks away and notices that the villain he captured in the bottle is missing, and just up ahead are explosions, and that must only mean one thing. As we see where all the chaos is taking place, we see the villain who attacked Bakugo is actually the sludge monster that escaped and the heroes are trying to save him with no luck. Midoriya shows up after looking and feeling like his heart was ripped out of his chest and is even starting to accept that maybe he needs to drop the idea and dream of being a hero. To his surprise, he comes across the fight that is going on with the sludge monster and Bakugo trapped and consumed just like Midoriya was earlier before All Might saved him. Noticing the heroes aren't having any luck and also feeling guilty, that he might be the reason that the sludge monster or the sludge villain escaped and that All Might cannot transform because he used his power to save him earlier. I feel like this is a great opportunity and very important to point out that All Might after being this great and powerful hero is losing his power and he can't stay that strong powerful buff version of himself that so many know of him. He can't hold that form I think they say about like three hours or so at a time so that's why when he saves Midoriya and they're on the rooftop he can't hold that form and he ends up showing Midoriya his true form which is a weakened skinny version of himself and so once Midoriya shows up to that scene All Might's there as well, but he's weakened and he doesn't think that he can actually transform and do anything about it. So back at the scene, this is when Midoriya notices that it's Bakugo that the sludge villain is trying to consume. Now this is where I know and I knew I would fall in love with this character and series. Even though Bakugo has treated him like complete dirt and shit, and that everyone around him has doubted him, Midoriya runs out there to try and save Bakugo. All Might, who is still weak and skinny, sees Midoriya run out there and then is inspired to muster what's left of his power to transform and with a Detroit smash strong enough to change the weather, saves Bakugo, saves Midoriya, and takes out the sludge villain, and overall, finally saves the day. Now, coming up on the ending of the first chapter, we see that obviously Bakugo is very upset that Midoriya tried to save him, and he gives him a ton of shit for even trying. See, Bakugo always views Midoriya as being underneath him, and almost not worthy of anything. So to him, it's very embarrassing that a quirkless loser in his eyes had the courage to risk his life to try to save his even after all the times he picked on him and bullied him. This is where we start to hear the name 
that we will all come to know and love. Midoriya is called Deku by Bakugo. In Japanese, actually, Deku can mean, quote, the one who can achieve or do anything. Now, not long after getting shit for saving Bakugo, Deku is surprised by All Might, who not long after showing up in his strong and bulky form, reverts back to his skinny, weakened form, with that usual blood splatter coming out from his mouth. He starts off by thanking Midoriya, and saying that his story and his actions back there trying to save Bakugo from the sludge villain made him revise what he had told Midoriya earlier and also that he had a proposal for him. He speaks about how heroes, especially the great ones, their bodies moved without them thinking and that's what he witnessed from Midoriya. Of course Midoriya can't help but recall the time his mother cried with him and just told him sorry, sorry that his dream wasn't going to come true and all he wanted to hear all he wanted to hear from her, from someone, was this. You can become a hero. And that, everyone, is what All Might, the number one hero, the symbol of peace, Midoriya's idol, tells him. This, by far, listeners, is one of the greatest moments in any manga, anime, or story I have ever witnessed. Those words were what I wanted to so desperately hear as well. It was almost like All Might was speaking to us all from the panels of the manga. All of us who dreamed so big and yet were covered in doubts from others and even struggled with our own self-doubts, to have that one person you look up to tell you that it's possible just changes your world and your life. Not everyone is surrounded or brought up around people who believe in them and that tell them that whatever they want to be in this life, they can be it, and they can achieve whatever they put their minds to. That's why the manga and anime My Hero Academia connects with so many. It's such a relatable and uplifting story, one that we can all relate to, and we all hope to achieve our dreams no matter what happens in our life and what other people say. And as Midoriya falls to his knees in tears, you can read narration of Midoriya saying, Fantasy became reality. This is the story of how I became a great hero. And that's it. That's chapter one of volume one of My Hero Academia, titled Izuku Midoriya Origin. Now, I know this was a little more in depth and even longer than I had planned, but I really wanted to set up the world of my hero in this episode and from here on out we'll try and keep these a little bit tighter. Let me know what you thought about this format in comments and on social media. But I really feel that not many stories of any kind can really truly grab you in the first chapter or the first episode and My Hero Academia does it perfectly. I was not lying when I said this manga and anime means a lot to me and I was looking for any way to be able to talk to you about this series and I hope to introduce people who are unfamiliar or new to the series to why I think it is worth anyone's time and attention. At the time of this recording there are about three seasons of the anime plus a movie. Um, the fourth season starting in October of 2019 
and there are currently 16 volumes of the manga over here in the US with the 17th volume coming out on February 5th. I highly encourage anyone who enjoyed this episode to watch the anime on Funimation and Hulu and anywhere you can watch and support the anime and those who create it and work on it. They do a fantastic job staying true to the manga. Speaking of the manga, I would love if you started to read the manga on your own and with Wondersoul. You can find a link to volume 1 of the manga in the description of this episode, so I hope you go on Amazon and you pick it up. If you would like to pick up volume 2 and the upcoming volumes, I will be going over each and every one till we are caught up and as they are released. The next episode will cover the rest of volume 1, which is chapters 2 through 7. Thank you again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you like it if you're listening to this on YouTube, and subscribe to Wondersoul for future episodes of Manga Mondays and a variety of topics that I cover here on Wondersoul Podcast and the YouTube channel, from reviews, from our Review 4 series, and our diverse content and topics that we regularly cover dealing with life's many passions and interests. Like I said, I would love to hear back from you on what you would like to hear in the future and as well as any corrections or things I missed out in this episode. So don't be afraid to hit me up on social media. All you have to do is just search Wondersoul, that's W-N-D-R-S-O-U-L on Twitter and Instagram to connect with me and stay up to date on all new episodes upcoming in the near future. Yet again. I must say how close I hold this story and characters to my heart, and I would like to give thanks to Kohi Horikashi, the creator of My Hero Academia, for not giving up on his dream to have a long-lasting series in Shonen Jump magazine, and through setbacks and difficulties, he still managed to create a life-changing manga and series for many to enjoy, and hopefully enjoy for years to come. One last shout out goes to my friend Jackson for introducing me to My Hero Academia and to all those who share the passion for My Hero like I do. Like I said, I am no expert but a fan nonetheless. I hope after hearing this, you become a fan of My Hero and even Wonder Soul. Till next Monday though, I'm Bearded Buddha and this was another episode of Wonder Soul Plus Ultra.